0: Episode 111, Special Asteroid Delivery. And welcome back to another edition of the Sysity Podcast. My name is Chris Stewart, and I'm sitting at the table in the office of one Dr. Emily Bruns. Bruns- uh-huh. Dr. Emily Brunsdon. Emily, how you doing?
1: I'm well, thank you. I just
0: tripped over your name. That's <laughs> uncharacteristic.
1: Sorry, we've Brains only been doing this for how many year. years? I don't know. Who
0: even are you? I don't uh, know anymore. How you doing? How How's things?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a sunny day.
0: It is a sunny day. We've got the window open. You might be able to hear the breeze blowing in the background. And it's the beginning of... Term? Semester? Semester. Semester yep. here at the University of York, which means that there's lots of bright-eyed bushy-tailed students running around. Mm. How's it going? Has it's, it kicked off well?
1: It's good. Yeah, it's nice. This is the nice time of year where everyone's, you know, got the brand new pencil cases and that the smell <laughs> you of you the You mentioned wooden that pencils. last time. I, like the,
0: the pencil, do students actually still have pencil
1: cases? Well, lecturers do.
0: Right. Well, this lecture does. <laughs> anyway. To to Emily, that's the most important part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well look, hope the rest of the year goes well. Mm. But we're not here to talk about undergraduate students at the University of York, we're here to talk about astronomy. And yes. something has happened this week. There was a big news story where something plonked down in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Emily, what are we talking about this week?
1: Well, it's. I don't know what you thought when you saw this picture, but it looked like... Two large woks stuck together, yeah, just left in the de- middle of the desert by somebody, or
0: one of those crazy like hippie kettle drum type things where you see people sort of busking, where they're playing the, the big UFO shaped thing and tapping it with their, their fingers, and so it kind of looked almost like one of those. But it's a, it's a it's a big sort of UFO shaped thing yeah. that plonked down in the middle of the desert this week mm. and loads of astronomers got really excited about it. Oh, yes. So we need to talk about that. Yeah. What is it? What's the mission? What's happened, Emily? <laughs> What's going on?
1: Well, Osiris-Rex.
0: Osiris-Rex. The
1: parcel has landed.
0: The, the parcel. Yes. Okay. The
1: package. Your package has arrived. You know when you get that text message? From- <laughs> you, have, <laughs> yeah.
0: you have a package. You have a package. Please leave a review. Yeah. Um, Osiris-Rex. Mm. has landed what what is it and why is it landed where has this come from
1: so this is a nasa mission that started quite a few years ago now i think it was actually launched in 2016 right
0: so it is going back away yeah
1: yeah but this mission was to go out go to an asteroid grab some bits off that asteroid and bring them back to earth
0: oh it's the sample return mission Mm. right and Am I right? This is the first time we've done
1: this? Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. I'm wrong then. You are wrong because I'm very if wrong. you remember all the way back in episode 32. Ah. We talked about Ryugu.
0: Right. Yes, of course. It's slowly but surely putting this together in my brain. Yep. I knew we talked about something along these lines, mm-hmm. but I didn't think we talked about this one. No. Okay. So. Just bring us up to speed. A sample return mission. I mean, it's kind of what it says on the tin, but mm-hmm. what is a sample return mission?
1: I mean, it's kind yeah, it is pretty straightforward in a sense. You get spacecraft, send it to space, send it to, in this case, an asteroid, right. get a bit of that asteroid, stick it in a little box, bring it back and drop it onto back onto Earth so that we can analyze it. Which
0: sounds really simple when you say it that way. Oh, all we have to do is launch a spaceship to a lump of rock flying through space, get a bit of it bring it back and land it again so that we can analyze it. That's non-trivial. Oh, absolutely. Right? So, okay. We did talk about a a sample return mission, Ryugu, Mm. I think you said. Um, And what were the details of that one? Was that from the – Comets? no i'm no, making no, this was, up no it was
1: another asteroid. It was an asteroid um we'll come back to that one cuz okay. there's a couple of ones we can start to sort of compare okay. this one to i think and sort of see where it sits in the grand scheme of sample return missions sure but if maybe we drill down into this one and sort of look at what has happened basically this week or yeah. what's going on right now
0: okay so what has happened this week i mean a a, a ufo shaped lump of spaceship mm. landed in a desert where did it land where are in we looking in utah at? Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks, it's about the same size and shape as a small barbecue without mm-hmm. legs mm-hmm. to give you a sense of scale.
0: Yeah. So this isn't this isn't huge. No. But it's it's still like a sizable chunk of stuff to get down through the atmosphere at speed. Mm-hmm. So that's not easy.
1: Yeah. So that's come down. And it's brought with it about, well, we expect it to be about 250 grams worth of this. Asteroid.
0: 250 grams. So what a quarter of a kilo. That's that's it's not a, a lot, but it's enough. It's a
1: large mug of coffee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So
0: a, a coffee mug full of asteroid yeah. in the middle of a large barbecue mm. has landed in Utah. Yeah. Excellent. And mm. and that went well. It, Everyone it, was it, happy Yeah, with it.
1: it's, it's completely I mean well.
0: The photo looks really quite serene. Mm. Like you know, look at your chapter art on your podcast player now or go and Google it. The picture of this thing just Plonked, nestled down in the Utah desert as if like this is a perfectly ordinary day for landing a chunk of asteroid. In a desert. Yeah. Like,
1: why not? You sort of almost expect to have a big crater or something where it's just yeah, boom, boom. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, it's boom and the big smoking crater, and you're blowing the smoke away. And, oh, look, there it is on fire down the bottom there. Quick, yeah. go and put it up. No,
1: it's just this thing just sitting there, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, that's really if, nice.
0: if sort of unexpected.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this uh, mission went to an asteroid called Bennu, Bennu, or also known as 101955 Bennu. Bennu's better. Yeah, yeah. Bennu. And really, I guess. The important takeaway is that it's the first large sample of asteroid. I mean, large, small, whatever. It's it's much. It's orders of magnitude pretty much bigger than what we had before, um, and it's the first that's come from this kind of asteroid, which is also really important.
0: Okay, well. so it's it's not the first sample return that we've done. No, but it's. The biggest? It's the biggest. Right. And it's quite the best by this one.
1: Yeah. So what other returns we have had. So let's go, go there now. Um, so JAXA has actually returned two samples. That's
0: the Japanese space equivalent of NASA. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: yep. So they first had a one milligram return from a asteroid called uh, Kawa, And that was in 2005. One so
0: milligram is not a lot. No. That's no.
1: really quite small. Yeah. 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 I mean, look.
0: Getting anything back at all, I think, is impressive. But if it means that you've got to limit yourself to a milligram, I guess, okay, that'll yeah. that'll do. That was the first one.
1: Yeah. And as we discussed at length in episode 32, the next mission, Hayabusa 2, well, well, the next successful mission, Hayabusa 2, returned 5.4 grams from an um, asteroid called Ryugu.
0: So we've gone from one gram to five and a bit grams. Yep. Yeah, And that so was 2019. Yeah. On the one hand, that's a... Five hundred and something percent increase. On the other hand, it's still a very small amount. Yes. Yes.
1: But now we've got two hundred and fifty grams, which is huge. Yes.
0: Absolutely huge. So that's very exciting.
1: And this is from a carbon-rich asteroid. So uh, Ryugu was from a, um, I think, was iron-rich asteroid. So there's asteroids come in lots of different shapes and sizes and compositions. Right. And there's all sorts of classifications of them, but they they're largely based on their composition. And that sort of gives you a little bit of a hint of their history and their formation. So these carbon-rich asteroids are the ones that are expected to be kind of the oldest in the solar system. So all asteroids are really old, really. Uh, They've been around. Uh, Most of them are primordial. So they were kind of formed at the same time as the solar system. Right. Okay. They go all the way back, which makes them wonderful records of what the forming solar system was like, because it's just kind of... They didn't. They've not done anything in the last uh, five billion years or so. They've just sat there being asteroids. So they're
0: kind of like a time capsule of capsule. <laughs> That's not how you say. That. They're <laughs> kind of like a time capsule of of that early part of the solar system's creation. Yeah. That it's. They're just sort of winging their way around the solar system, carrying whatever they had at the time, without <clears throat> without going through lots of change. Mm. And so if we can go and have a look at that that'll give us presumably information about what it was like
1: yeah. back then. Cuz you think about the earth, the earth has gone through so many geological yeah. chemical processes. You've got mountains come up and then they go down and then there's water weathering and lots of change. I mean almost every entire has continents changed.
0: bashing into each other and yeah. creating mountains and yeah. stuff like it's yeah.
1: So the earth is not a good record of what the solar system was like right. 5 billion years ago yeah, cuz yeah. it's changed a lot. So but these asteroids are uh, and they're they're largely found in the asteroid belt, kind of on the the edges, typically. Um, so they're orbiting the sun somewhere between Mars and Jupiter.
0: And just just as a quick aside, just reminds me. I know we have talked about this, but I think it was like a long time ago. The asteroid belt. Mm. Like, what's that again? Like, why, why is why is there an asteroid belt? Was it well, yeah. was it a planet that blew up or what?
1: It depends on which model of solar system creation you subscribe to. Okay, but generally, it's. You, it can be re, um, sort of thought about at least unambiguously as an area of the solar system where a planet couldn't form. Right. So it was the gravitational effects that were going on between the the sun tugging on Jupiter, Saturn, whatever planetary migration would have happened in the early solar system. It just, the stuff that's there didn't allow a planet to form okay. out of it.
0: Okay, so whereas in other parts of the solar system, clearly planets did form out of all the, all of the stuff, in the region of the asteroid belt that just couldn't get itself together. Yeah. It's not that there was a planet that got torn apart. It was a, it's that there just wasn't one. Yeah. Planet, Although some models
1: do suggest that maybe right. there could have been something that wasn't right. torn okay. apart. Okay. So
0: Jury's but, still out on that Yeah. One. Okay. Regardless, there is this area where there's yeah. a lot of asteroids. Yeah. It's not quite like in Star Wars, though, is in The Empire Strikes Back, where they're all just – like there's asteroids everywhere. Like it's a bit more spread out
1: than Well, that? I guess you could think about it as being a bit like that if you shrink the size of the asteroids to very, very small.
0: Right. Okay. I mean,
1: there's lots of really tiny bits of space dust kind of everywhere but yeah. Yeah, yeah. no the big lumps that we're seeing are much further spaced apart than you would yeah. get on your classic video game yeah yeah
0: yeah although then again we never do find out in star wars exactly what the scale is like it could be that you know luke skywalker is actually really small hmm. and the millennium falcon is like you know this tiny little thing we don't know we don't know all well, I'm saying.
1: maybe yeah. maybe anyway
0: anyway i think we're getting sidetracked The yeah, point bit. is there are asteroids and there yep. are different kinds of asteroids you yep. said a minute ago that the ones that had been visited previously and samples brought back um, were from, um, I think you said iron rich.
1: I think there's, I think the yeah, Ryugu was an irony, irony, irony. <laughs> the irony is the irony. You know, yeah, irony sort of one. So a yep. slightly different composition. So this one is yeah carbon rich. So which of course, when you get carbon, that means you're expecting to get organics Right. because hydrocarbons and so on obviously need the element carbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think um, planetary scientists are really trying to or excited to perhaps find are nucleobases.
0: Nucleo, what's a nucleobase? And
1: nucleobases are the building blocks of DNA and RNA.
0: Oh, okay. So they're kind
1: of organic, the complex organic compounds that go on to right. form.
0: Yeah. And to be clear, when we're talking about organics and these kinds of bases, we're not. So it's not organic in the sense of your produce is no. organic. We're not talking about living things. We're no. not talking about life, plants and so on. We're talking about organic chemistry. Mm-hmm. And organic organic chemistry basically means stuff with carbon. Yeah. And oxygen, presumably. Yep. Yep. Hydrogen. Yep. Yeah, hydrogen.
1: Yeah. Those, those, those sorts of things,
0: which yeah. are the building blocks for all of the stuff that is in life here on Earth mm-hmm. um, and the more complex molecules that you can build up including things like these bases that go on to which are, which are just, you know, they're just chemicals, they're mm-hmm. molecules, which can glom together to make really clever things like DNA. Hmm. But we're not saying that these asteroids have DNA in them. That's not what no. we're saying. No, Although well, that would be cool yeah, if they exactly. did turn it up, but we're not holding a breath. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Although nuclear bases have been detected in samples on Earth that are from asteroids. It's just not 100% clear that those were pure samples. Ah.
0: They might have been contaminated they with could have been our con- stuff.
1: Yeah, the problem is on earth that life is absolutely everywhere. Yeah. So we've kind of polluted mm. everything in, a, in that sense so that you, it's very difficult to say that something's pristine and clear. Yeah. And that's why going and getting these samples is so important because yeah. you can absolutely them, guaranteed that they're... Not, bringing
0: them back really carefully.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. can't
0: just sort of fling them down in the middle of the desert and go, there you go. No. Which which then makes it all the more impressive that you can just land this thing in the middle yeah. of the desert with its with its payload intact and still keep it... Christine inside. Mm. Well done, everyone involved. That's Mm. pretty impressive.
1: And you see the the pictures of now people working with them. They, they don't just kind of go into the desert. I'll oh, find it. We'll open it up. See what it looks like inside, right? They take it. They they clean it. They put it in a clean room. You, everyone's um, the pictures that they're showing coming out now of people looking at the samples. Or they're all in the big bunny suits. Yes.
0: Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be there'd be some pretty amazing outfits and and big white rooms. Yes. Yeah, with with triple A locks and stuff. Yes, yeah,
1: very yeah. sterile nitrogen yeah. um, chambers that they're yeah. opening these things and things like that.
0: So that's all very exciting. Yeah. yeah Yeah, So just rewinding a little bit, when was the sample actually taken?
1: So it was taken, um, I I should have looked up the exact date, but so uh, the spacecraft was launched in 2016. It arrived in Bennu at 2018 and it left Bennu, well, at least the sample left Bennu in 2020.
0: Right, so it was there for quite a long time. Yeah. Just hanging out.
1: Well, there were a few couple of flybys. It was doing a lot of other measurements of the asteroid as well because the mission goal is not just, the sample, that's part of the mission, a big part. But we need to know a lot about the asteroid because when we come to one of the scientific goals of this whole mission, it's to kind of create the canonical asteroid of this type. So we can say, oh, we know its mass, we know its uh, volume, we know lots about the surface brightness and all these other measurements that we want to make of it so that when we combine that information with the chemical composition from studying the sample, we, we can characterise it really, really well, and that becomes kind of the exemplar of that type of asteroid.
0: So you're not going to go all the way to this asteroid, reach down, grab a mug full, stick it in your backpack and head home again, you're sticking around for a while. Indeed, you're going to take yeah. lots of pictures. You're going to scan it in all sorts of ways. I mean, yeah, what, what, yeah. what were they looking at?
1: Uh, well, they are doing a lot of mapping of the surface, right. looking at um, the shapes and structures. Uh, look, and this is all done, of course, before the sample was taken because the way the sample was taken was in itself a little bit destructive to yes. the surface, right? <laughs> um, we'll get to that, I'm sure. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so you want to know, yeah uh, it's not quite a sphere this this lump um at Bennu's about 250 kilometers in radius okay that's pretty big so it's, it's sizable yeah um and i did look it up um the mass of it so the mass of it's about seven times 10 to the 10 kilograms
0: seven times 10 to the 10 so that's a lot. Oh. <laughs> hang on, I was about to try to figure out what that is. I said, "No, that. Hang on, that's a lot. That's like billions. Seventy billion. Seventy. Yeah, yeah. Seventy billion. billion yeah, seventy-three kilograms. billion. Which, so that's seventy-three million tons. Yeah, that's it's a lot.
1: It's a really awkward size too, mm. because I was sort of trying to think, okay, how do we put this into something that you can actually imagine what mm. this looks like? Okay. And so I thought, well, okay, what's the kind of the large or heavy objects that we would be familiar with? You sure. can go just maybe some of the heaviest. Um, objects that are mobile, that are things like 747-400s. Mm-hmm. So you'd need – this is gonna, totally unhelpful. <laughs> this is right. not going to help, is it? You need 163,000 of them to make up this asteroid. <sighs> yeah,
0: see, I can't imagine that. That doesn't no, really work, does it's it? not helping.
1: Um, then I thought, oh, well, the moon's quite big. Let's compare it to that.
0: Yeah, it's, no, it's, a it's millionth, much bigger.
1: It's a millionth the size of so the moon. So
0: somewhere between all of the planes on Earth and the moon yeah. in size. <laughs>
1: Good. And oh, I even got to the point yeah. where I asked AI to, to yeah. give me a good kind of comparison oh, wow. How'd that example. Work out? Um, AI just shrugged and yeah. said, "No, I've got nothing." I, I asked it what was a similar thing to this, and it told me a small asteroid.
0: Thanks, Ta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is its own <laughs> defining object. Yeah, there you go. If <laughs> listeners, if you ever need to know roughly what is seven hundred or seventy million kilograms, yeah, seventy million tons. Uh, it's it's a small asteroid, and that's your that's your defining yeah. defining lump.
1: So, there you go. Good. I'm glad we figured that out. Sometimes up. you just can't make things easily understandable. No, no, that'll do. Okay, cool. Anyway, so yeah, so that's what Bennu is like. Um,
0: you have got on your you had on your screen. now gone to oh, the yes, screensaver. The, the, um, the, um, but we have a the, there's a there's a picture or a, or a little video yeah playing, which is what take me through this. It looks like we're landing. So is this Is this did we did we land on Bennu or is this taking the sample or what's going on?
1: This is quite quite interesting. So the way that the sample was collected was through a quote unquote puff of gas. Right. So so Osiris Rex didn't land on the asteroid. It's it sort of got quite close, mm-hmm. and then kind of basically farted at it.
0: <laughs> a really sort of—I don't think NASA would call it that, would they? That's well, not official terminology. I, don't I mean, know. maybe it, it is. It was
1: it's... quite a pressurized—they uh, called it a puff. I mean, okay, a yeah. puff is way too gentle. We'll call fart.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it just farted, and it's general direction yep. and then a whole lot of the dusty because it's, it's the surface is kind of it's not a solid surface it's a bit like the moon you know you got all the moon dust right it's kind of is that because it's so
0: small that it is like it's clumped together with gravity but there's not a lot of gravity because it's not very big and well, so
1: yeah that and it's just collected all this yeah. stuff from just hanging out in the asteroid belt it, yeah. you know just flies into bits of dust and bits of dust just Stick to it. Yeah. So okay. It's just, it's just there. Um, yeah. So I did this puff. Uh, collected the dust and little tiny bits of rocks. Um, it worked a little bit too well. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bit much. Yeah. Bit too much? Well, th- there's a bit too much, and it actually clogged up the kind of collector oh, a little good. bit. Excellent. Um, so- did they?
0: Did they not? anticipate it would gonna be quite so dusty. I guess
1: it? I guess not.
0: I mean until you've been there and done it, until you've gone up and actually farted on an asteroid, you don't know what the ramifications of that is. You
1: don't. Yeah. Uh, so yeah so but so they did actually lose some of the smaller pebbles around about yeah a few centimeters. But mm. they still think there might be some that are around about a centimetre in size mm-hmm. in the mug of <laughs> collective stuff the
0: mug, the mug of asteroid gunk that they yeah. managed to fart off the surface good yeah
1: yeah so that's um so that's how they collected it and then mm-hmm. they pass around. it's actually in several different layers I, I didn't get to discovering exactly how many but there's kind of there's layers within layers so you sort of open the first layer and then there's kind of a little bit of stuff and actually the fir- on the very um outer sort of protected um a layer What? what's the word i'm looking container? for container yeah there's kind of yeah the, the outermost container there's about 100 milligrams of material there which has been allocated for a quick look right team. okay so they just take this straight away and uh well they said within 72 hours so kind of by now basically because we're recording this on the 29th asteroid landed on the 24th um, the, 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 the spacecraft landed on the so yeah, yeah. The asteroid the asteroid well bits of the asteroid landed, yeah but yeah, yeah. Um, so this team are, have basically been looking at this uh, material was kind of like the I love
0: it that's that's the, a little bit thing like, open. like some families on on like Christmas Day yeah. will have well we'll do all the presents under the tree later on but you know you can open one now. You know? Mm. Yeah. Exactly. This is a little bit like that. It's like, come on, scientists, here you go. Here you go. Go and analyze this one. Yeah. And we'll save the really important stuff for later.
1: Exactly. I mean, you say Christmas. I'm gonna bring I was gonna bring this in at the end, but I'll bring it in now. Okay. There's a wonderful quote from one of the Quick Look team, actually. It says, I felt like a kid on Christmas Eve who was just too excited to go to sleep. (laughs) And that was from Michelle Thompson. Except
0: normally your Christmas presents aren't delivered by Santa by Bashing them down into the desert at high speed, but you know that just adds a level of excitement.
1: Well, maybe he should consider it.
0: Maybe he should. Hmm. Yeah, you can write that to him <laughs> in, next, in your next Christmas letter. Oh well, mm.
1: yeah. So that's quite exciting that mm. the, that first hundred grams, and then the, the rest of it. So it's it was quite interesting actually to read how it's all going to be divvied up and sort of looked at. So about seventy percent of it is being saved for scientists outside of NASA's organisation to, right. okay. to look at. So. That's, I guess part of it will be stored and part of it will be, I guess you submit a proposal, you want to do some studies on some bits of it. Well, I'd imagine
0: there'd be loads of different people wanting to look at this stuff in loads of different ways. Of course, This is is not just bung it under the microscope and take a look. There are Hmm. just enormous amounts of things you'd want to know from all sorts of different angles, Hmm. I would think.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly the case. Uh, About 4% of it is going to the Canadian Space Agency.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And that's because they built one of the laser instruments to go on the... Oh, okay. yeah, We'll give
0: you a laser, but we we want some of the rock.
1: Yeah, it's quite yeah. interesting. I mean, I'm used to thinking about buying into telescope time, mm-hmm. right? So often different collaborations, when you pay in a certain amount of money to fund a telescope, then you get a certain percentage of that telescope's observing time. That's fairly standard. Yep. This is you build an instrument for a spacecraft and you get a percentage of the Dust the, it brings a sample
0: returned. I think that's totally fair. That's you want cool. my laser, you give me some rock. I think that's that's cool. Nice. Yeah, okay.
1: And here's the best one. Yeah. So about half a percent of the sample yeah. is being uh, exchanged with JAXA. Uh,
0: the Japanese space yeah, agency. Because
1: they're swapping it for some Ryugu sample.
0: Oh, Okay. So, okay. I've give got, us some of yours. We'll give you some of ours, do yeah. a bit of a comparison.
1: I've got this wonderful vision in my head now of all the space agencies of the world coming together in some kind of event and saying, well, I've got a bit of Ryugu. I'll swap you for a little bit of um, <laughs> Well, see, I'm, a,
0: I'm imagining it like like sort of Cold War spy style where they're meeting on a bridge at midnight, you know, oh. and they're wearing trench coats and going, all right, you can have a bit of this. And, a bit of that. and we both let go at the same time.
1: There we go. And then we go back again. Yeah. Ah. No, I was thinking more like the stickers.
0: Yeah, well that could yeah. work too. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've got a shiny one that's worth more.
0: <laughs> Excellent. All right. So that's going so the 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 early that that sort of, you know, that outer layer mm-hmm. that's being uh examined now mm-hmm. by, the, by the very excitable scientists who get to open their Christmas present early. Mm. Um and then the rest of it is being divvied up very very carefully in incredibly careful clean rooms and so on mm-hmm. over a period of time. Yeah. Um so what are we hoping to get out of this?
1: Well, it's a very good question. So, I mean, we sort of alluded to some of the things already, but we can go through formally what the mission kind of goals are and what okay. we're trying to understand. And many of these are quite long-term things, right? These are not necessarily what the Quick Look team are doing. Well, we're g- we're
0: going to give them longer than three days, are we? Yeah. Right. Fair. Yeah.
1: fair. But that's fine. Um, so the the overall... Mission is looking at the formation and evolution of the early solar system, and actually, it's probably this is probably a good point to wrap around and actually ask the question of what does Osiris Rex actually mean?
0: Yeah, that's it's an interesting name. Mm. So, why Osiris Rex?
1: Well, <laughs> glad you asked. Oh, she said. I am glad you asked because mm. I wrote it down. Um, it's a acronym, of mm. course. Mm. Um, so, it's origins, spectral interpretation. Resource identification security regolith explorer. Wow.
0: Okay. There's a lot in that. They worked hard for, for
1: that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure I understand what all of those words mean. <laughs> um so I had to look up yep. them. Yep.
0: So take us to it bit by bit.
1: I mean, so origins. So okay. this is again okay. So origins the, of the solar system. Exactly. That's where we're coming from yeah, here. That's yeah, that's where it's going with. Um spectral interpretation. I guess we're gonna look-
0: We're looking at it.
1: We can and look we're at the chemical composition. Yeah, yeah, you could do that with spectral sort of analysis techniques. Yeah, yeah, mass spectrometers you might have mm-hmm. heard of from you know, nineties uh, crime scene programs. Resource identification. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what's, <laughs> there, there might what's be... in it
0: that might be useful?
1: Yeah, I yeah. guess perhaps yeah.
0: maybe a bit of asteroid mining in the
1: future. Possibly, yeah. I guess. Um, security. That was interesting.
0: So what? trying to figure out any information that might help us to stop one of these things slamming into a major city at some point?
1: Yeah, that's obvious now. When I read it, I was very confused. I'm guessing that's what it is. That is what it is. I can't really think of any other interpretation of security. I mean, unless
0: they find, you know, aggressive aliens hiding inside, I think the only other security option we've got is, is it coming towards us?
1: Yeah, well, Mm. yeah, so security in that sense. But it's also actually, it is a bit more scientific than that. Um, So we're looking at, why or how um, asteroids might come close to the Earth and therefore pose potentially a threat. Um, there's a particular effect called the Yarkovsky effect, which is to do with how asteroids move under thermal forces. Um, that And so how do they respond to that and how do their trajectories through space change because of that? So it's all sort of tied up in that because we want to understand how their trajectories work so that we can prepare or indeed perhaps protect ourselves from these kinds of objects. Yeah,
0: I guess that makes sense. That if you if you roll that that film forward, we've discovered that there's a large chunk of rock coming towards the earth that threatens our existence. What are we going to do about it? And mm. we're going to have to go and meet that rock and, and do something. And so we'd like to understand if we try to blow it up or shine a really big laser at it or bash something into it or whatever it might be, how is it going to respond? Yeah. Because you want to try to know that in advance, yeah. not just make it up on the day. Yeah.
1: We, we are actually looking up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad someone is.
1: Indeed. Um, so that's part of that um, side. And regolith is the regolith is um, referring to this kind of loose layer which covers the surface of planets or yeah, reg- planetary regolith objects. Yeah,
0: regolith is like granular rock. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like dusty, dusty, rocky, pebbly stuff.
1: Yeah. 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 So that's what regolith is. Okay. And explorer, well, EX, well, you kind exploring. of needed. to. Yeah get somewhere you need to get the x in there <laughs> um and osiris is a um a, a ancient greek mythological god or the ancient greek myth uh, greek egyptian my goodness i was about to say i thought it was egyptian <laughs> yeah yes. ancient egyptian um yeah major god the god dependent. one of the big ones yep yeah. Yep. Uh, at some points um yeah so quite important okay so yep. they
0: it, hard to know at this point whether or not they reverse engineered the acronym, or whether they came up with a few letters and went, "Hang on, we just throw a few more in there." We've basically got an Egyptian. I think God. it was the latter. Reading, yeah. reading some of the yeah. the commentary on that. Yeah, good. Uh,
1: I think at least one of the uh, main PI's was quite into Egyptian mythology. So
0: excellent, it's excellent. All good. I mean, if you're three quarters of the way there, you just fill in the rest and, yeah. and reverse engineer. Yeah, yeah it it's important
1: sense. for funding applications. Yeah, got to have a good name. Yeah, yeah. So. um that's kind of, I think, covers most of them. So we're looking at formation and evolution of the early solar system. We're going to obviously do the sample study. We're going to map the global properties of this asteroid to try and find out what this asteroid is, and particularly to turn it into this canonical example of this type of asteroid and look at also, you know, threats to our own. Threats planet. to our
0: future existence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is, that's that's a lot of weight on a small sample of stuff brought back from a from an asteroid that's landed in the middle of Utah somewhere. But I guess, like, I'm imagining a mug full of stuff, mm. you know, 250 grams. And while that's not a huge lump of rock, it's it's not small either. No. Like you could divide that up many ways and give lots and lots and lots of people little bits of a sample. Mm. It's not like you need a large chunk of it in order to no. do a lot of this testing. Right? No. You can you could do a lot of stuff with very small
1: amounts. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And actually, this is not the whole mission as well. The mission continues. So the part that's come back to Earth, I guess, is part of what would be called the OSIRIS-REx mission. Right. And I did actually go and look, and perhaps I shouldn't have, at the Wikipedia talk page about this because okay. there's discussion about whether to change the Wikipedia article title given that the OSIRIS-REx mission has now ended and we're now in the phase of Osiris Apex. Mm. So the the sample bit got sent back to Earth, right? But the rest of the spacecraft is carrying on uh, and going to do some more stuff. So it's going to go to another asteroid called Apophis 99942.
0: So hang on, let's just, just rewind for a second. Can, can we just – is that where is Bennu? It's not – are we out at the asteroid belt? Where where have we gone to do this?
1: So we're not quite that far away. Because yeah. um, that that's a be, really long way. Yeah, that right? would be that's, hard.
0: That's like between Mars and Jupiter. Like yes. that's, a, that's a stupidly long way. Yeah. Away. Yeah. So, w- But we're not there.
1: No. So this is an asteroid from the asteroid belt right. that, for unknown reasons, mm-hmm. is not quite in the same asteroid belt orbit okay. as it may have been in the past. And so it's now on this very eccentric orbit, where it comes reasonably close to the Earth, and then a little bit further away from it. So um, it comes—that's what makes it useful, right? We can get to it, basically. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So we've we've sent a spaceship up and gone to an asteroid, which is it's not so close to the Earth that it's going to cause us a problem, but it's not so far away. Yeah. But then, just to be clear, a bit of that spaceship has now been flung back at us Mm -hmm. and here's the bit that amazes me like that wasn't a very large bit of spaceship that came back to us i don't imagine it was covered in all sorts of amazing rocketry and so on like i'm amazed that they managed to hit us yeah (laughs) you know like it could have just gone flinging off in any direction but they managed to get it back and land it in utah which is pretty impressive so well done Mm -hmm. but not only that it's still up there (laughs) and it's now going to go on to another
1: yeah. Asteroid? Yeah. So another asteroid called Pophis. And um, this is a actually quite an interesting asteroid. So it's a different type of asteroid. So we haven't got the sample return anymore. That's all done. Okay, that's That, that's that, done that module is yep, yeah. detached and gone. But um, the spacecraft is going to continue to use the other instruments on board to study this next um, asteroid. It's a stony type asteroid. So it's a bit more... I guess, varied in its com- composition. It's like
0: they all sound stony to me. But... Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a stony type. It's a different type. one. Okay. I'm told that's very different. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sure it is.
0: Asteroid uh, experts, if you're listening, do write in and let us know.
1: Yeah. Um, but this is quite an interesting one because it did hit the news a couple of years ago uh, when it did a reasonably close flyby to Earth. I think it came between the Earth and the Moon at one point. Okay. Um, Which,
0: I mean, look, there's a lot of space between the Earth and the Moon. Yeah. Like, you can fit all the other planets between the Earth and the Moon, which is a fact that I had forgotten until fairly recently. If you line all the planets up mm. and fit them, they can fit between the Earth and the Moon. Nice. There's a lot of space there, including Jupiter and Saturn and all of that. It's a lot of space. On the other hand, mm. on the scale of the solar system, it's not
1: a lot. And mm. so
0: any sizable asteroid coming between us and the Moon is reason to sit up and take notice.
1: Exactly. I think. Yeah. So it did a flyby in twenty twenty one. So it's sort of if you've heard the name before, that might be why. Okay. What's the name again? Apophis. Apophis. Mm. So it's another, I think, mythological one. Sure. I'm not not skilled enough to remember that one.
0: I'll look it up. I'll put a link in the show notes.
1: Um but it's also it's quite interesting because in twenty twenty nine, which is actually when um Osiris Apex is gonna meet up with this uh asteroid, it's coming back again, so it's on a orbit of the sun where it, again it's gonna meet up again with the earth. Um and this flyby is gonna be much closer actually. Um so it's only gonna be maybe around forty thousand kilometers away from the earth.
0: Forty thousand that's that's quite close. It's quite isn't? close. Yes. Yeah. Well it's mm.
1: kind of what, twenty thousand Ks from the UK to Australia? Yeah. Something like that. That's a bit less that's, that's, that's a bit disturbingly yeah. <laughs> close to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is the altitude that some of our high satellites um Ooh. orbit at Hmm. So, yeah, good. that's interesting. Yeah. So it's not and it's nothing to worry about. Just to be clear everyone, it's we're fine. We're fine. It's, 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 fine. It's, it's, yeah, it's not going to I'm looking to Emily for chaos. reassurance. Here. We're it's, fine, aren't we? It's, it's absolutely we're good. fine. Yeah. Um, Astronomers but it's useful that it's, Yeah, it's going to come close and we'll It'll be quite exciting, I think. Yeah. yeah. Not not for the bad reasons. Yeah,
0: not the, not, not exciting the, in a sort of existential crisis kind of no, way. But yeah, for all the good reasons. Hmm. Yeah, and so coming that close means it's just a bit easier for us to go and say hello hmm. with our little spaceship. And so, what are we? What's like that one's not going to be grabbing a mugful and bringing it back. No, so no, that's just look taking a look.
1: That's just using all the other instruments to characterize it as much as we can. And the great thing is, once we know, say we've got the canonical example of a carbon. Um, asteroid we've got the canonical example of a stony one ryugi was a sort of irony one so now when we go and look at the much further asteroids out in the asteroid belt we can say well that one's one of those so it must be like this right it gives you a lot more um, information about how to work with the bigger populations when you've got these really good well-studied samples we're
0: building up a good catalog of of asteroids that we've we've properly studied up close Mm. yeah okay
1: yeah, so it's very all very exciting. Yeah,
0: so when's that going to be happening?
1: Twenty twenty nine. Twenty
0: twenty nine. So we've got a bit of wait. Yes. So what's what's Osiris doing in the meantime? Just hanging just, around, getting getting just ready, getting there, getting <laughs> getting into the right yeah. orbit.
1: It takes a while to get places. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. turns out, but yeah, but to look forward to mm-hmm. perhaps. Well, we'll see. Um, there is a scheduled a press conference to talk about the first look.
0: Mm-hmm. What um, was what was inside that early the Christmas first little present. peak. Yep. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's scheduled for the eleventh of October.
0: Okay, that's so not very far away. A couple of weeks.
1: No, I mean this is pending the current political situation in the US because if there is a government shutdown, yes. there'll be a NASA shutdown. Government's
0: about to shut down unless they can get their act together. Come on, people! We yes. want to know. We want to yeah. know what was in that present.
1: So that might be delayed by politics. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we can hope that that goes ahead.
0: Yeah, because, of course, NASA very much being a government institution, if the government closes down, then, then NASA really does. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Presumably there are still people sort of, you know, pressing all the appropriate buttons for the International Space Station and, and other bits and pieces.
1: I assume they have a yeah. base. They'd have a skeleton like operational, staff. Yeah.
0: Someone's paying attention somewhere. Yeah, well, they, hope got, so. they got through COVID, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah <laughs> excellent so let's hope touch yeah. wood touch wood veneer tabletop um October 11th mm-hmm. we'll we'll have that press conference or we'll yeah. oh and probably Learn not something. too long afterwards
1: mm-hmm. even if there is you know if we have to wait an extra month for it hey I mean these scientists have been waiting for more than a decade since. Yes. The- Yes, well, it just
0: gives them a little bit more time to, to do some analysis. Anyway. Yeah, what's yeah. an extra month and, exactly. and that. Exactly. And do we have any idea what we might expect to hear at said
1: press conference? It would be very cool if we got those nuclear bases, I mm-hmm. think, because we're still trying to piece together the story of the origin of life, obviously. Um, and although we're kind of moving away from the idea that water – Life-bearing water sort of came to us from comets. That was,
0: yeah, quite I like, a big idea. That and now, seemed to be the idea for quite a long time, but yeah, that's not the evidence is not, not the pointing that way okay.
1: anymore. So that's so it's interesting to think about um, if there was these kind of building blocks of what would become life if they're prolific throughout the solar system. Which, yeah, I mean,
0: if you can find them on any given asteroid that just happens to fling itself past, then there's clearly a lot yeah. of it out there.
1: Yeah, was was basically life on Earth an in inevitability given the amount of stuff yeah, yeah. in the solar system. And yeah, yeah. a part of it had to be at the right temperature and the right place at the right time. Yeah, I mean, um, clearly
0: the, the, the solar system isn't teeming with life. We don't have sort of monkeys on Saturn or anything like that. But... But if the building blocks are basically everywhere, then the inevitable part presumably is somewhere, somewhere in the universe, you know, some solar system somewhere, you're going to have a planet which has got the right conditions. Yeah. And there's a lot of big question marks on that. Like that's that's sort of big, a big black box of, yeah, but what, what conditions are they? Yeah. Is that just Earth or is that Earth and like a trillion other planets as well? That's the bit that we haven't got yet. But yeah. at least having... An answer to, yeah, but are the building blocks everywhere or not? Mm. That'd be cool.
1: So are we going looking at maybe the excruciatingly unlikely to, well, I guess if you, it could have happened maybe mm. inevitably somewhere. And then that, that's a huge spectrum of probability, right? But having some pointer in that direction, I think in the next month or so, would be quite exciting. Yeah. I
0: mean, it is a little bit like saying, yes. There are Lego bricks everywhere, so therefore a Lego model of the Taj Mahal is inevitable. So, well, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of questions to answer. Mm, in the but the Lego the bricks aren't everywhere, then a mm. Lego
1: model of the Taj Mahal becomes even more impressive.
0: Exactly, exactly. So watch this space. So that's that's one. We might we might get some answers about that. Any other? I think that's big my questions? big one personally.
1: Yeah? Um, I think, yeah. It will take a bit longer, I think, to answer some of those deeper questions about things like um that thermal um movement of asteroids and mm. how we track and how we protect up that that's all part of a much bigger, more complex yeah. picture. Yeah. Think, where, so is the, will...
0: where is the where is the nuclear sort of base idea? Mm. Um and by the way, is that the, the sort of the, the G T C and A style of in, yeah, in DNA? Yeah, like that's yeah. what we're talking about. Well, the the Gataka like, bit. Alistair's
1: cat. <laughs> I don't know. I can't
0: remember what the names yeah. are, but they're, they're, those those are the bits of the DNA, right? Yeah. Um, like presumably the tests for those are, well, we know what they look like. So are they there? Yeah. You know, it's a yes or no. I
1: presume so. I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm. <laughs> we might be oversimplifying over this slightly. Yeah. Yeah. People I, will write in and say it's a ex- little bit more
0: complicated than that,
1: you know. Yes, I, I would, I would expect that you could do that reasonably quickly mm. with a small sample. Okay,
0: Fingers crossed. Well, that would be very, very cool. Mm. So let's all hope for a whole bunch of reasons, this being just one of them, that there isn't a government shutdown in the, mm. in the US. It'd mm. be kind of nice to tune in on the 11th and find out. Well, finding our way out of this episode number 111, number 111, a couple of things. First of all, I'm really excited to find out whether or not there are the building blocks of life on pretty much, give or take, asteroids throughout the entire solar system. That would be cool. Mm. And number two, I'm a little bit concerned about how close that next asteroid is going to be coming to the Earth. That sounds a bit too close for comfort, and I'd like them to not do
1: that, please. If it helps, we'll probably have much bigger problems by 2029.
0: It doesn't help, <laughs> <laughs> But thank you for trying. Thank you for trying. Look, I think let's, let's just move on from that. Emily, if there was someone out there who knew much more about regoliths or indeed... You know, the, the the basic building blocks of DNA or indeed building Taj Mahal's out of Lego bricks. If they wanted to write into us and go, oh, no, here's the details. How could someone get in touch with us here on the show?
1: I think you should send all of your complaint emails to Chris's personal email account, which is <laughs> no, Chris. No, no,
0: no, <laughs> don't do that. No, no, no. Instead, you should get in touch with us at the... Syzygy HQ, mm. which is where?
1: Syzygy.fm, of That's course. That's correct. Yes. yes, Go to
0: Syzygy.fm. Go and find the contact page there. And there's a form that you can fill in. Fling it through to us and... We will address your comments on the show. And, in fact, in the past, on occasion, we've even had really good questions that have come through that have turned into an entire episode. So do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. It's always such fun when we hear from listeners out there in the world telling us about what they're thinking about and what they'd like to know. Hmm. It's always great fun. Indeed. The other things you can do, of course, are head out to Instagram. We're Mm -hmm. on Instagram, SyzygyPod. We're on Facebook. Facebook, do the Facebook thing, just put it in the search bar, you'll find us. Yep. Or you can go over to patreon.com slash syzygypod where you can support us in doing what we do um, by flinging a couple of pounds our way every once in a while, every month, every year, whatever you want to do. Help us to keep the electrons flowing through the website and to do the things that we do here at Syzygy, spreading the joy of astronomy to the world. Otherwise, I guess we should probably wrap it up there. So, Emily? catch up with you in sort of give or take plus or minus a week in about a week's time
1: yes see you later
0: talk to you soon bye everybody
1: oh i'm gonna remember that one though spreading the joy of astronomy through the world well we do i'll put it on my promotion application put it on your yes absolutely put it on your cv um yeah title your package has arrived (laughs) Can you rate Steve who delivered your package? (laughs)